0: Joining us now on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline, Steve Novak, Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin. Uh, Steve, how did you enjoy the All Star Game?
1: You know, I enjoyed it. I thought Giannis looked great. I thought Chris looked great. I thought it was uh, it was competitive. You know, I just people—it's unbelievable. People, I feel like either love the All Star Game or you just hate it. You can't stand that it's not a regular nba game but i enjoyed it i thought the guys took it serious and played hard and there were great plays and you know of course there's some looseness but i enjoyed it what, what did you what did you think
0: i loved it I, I i mean granted there's no defense played in the thing but not until the fourth <laughs> quarter anyway but i loved it i thought it was it was a really good celebration of the
1: sport yeah no i i agree i just think uh i mean you can tell that building is just totally packed there's so much entertainment there's so much going on with it and I mean, I think there's no question. It's it's just a, a huge, huge honor for that group of guys to be out there on that court. And so, you know, I think more than anything, it's a celebration, like you said, of, of the league. And it's obviously not a, not a typical game, but I think just, you know, showcasing some of that stuff and it being a little bit of a three-point contest, a little bit of a dunk contest, guys kind of getting to show off and then at the end turn it on a little bit. I think it's – I love it. You know, I was looking at some of the tweets and some people are like, I don't like this, like, they got to play some D, or they got to take it serious. And I, I just feel like maybe they're kind of missing the point a little bit. It's supposed to be fun. So I enjoyed it.
0: Uh, I had a good time. Now, uh, you know, kind of watching and listening to everybody, uh, you know, kind of rave about what Giannis is bringing to the table, I thought it was interesting when they said, you know, when LeBron, as his career winds down, kind of fades, that the new face of the league, I think it might have been Charles Barkley. Now, Charles has been known to say some crazy things, but. Uh, He said that the face of the league will be Giannis. Do you see that?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I don't think that there's too much debate on that. I think that, you know, there's guys like Doncic right now that are 19 that are for sure ahead of where Giannis was when he was 19. Now, that being said, we'll see where Doncic is when Giannis is – I'm sorry, when Doncic is 24 – I think Giannis has proven that he's that guy that he was okay at 19. He got better and better and better. Now at 24, he's proven he's got the work ethic, the will, the the, the it factor to be the the Kobe, the Jordan, the LeBron kind of guy. And now I think it, it stops becoming this, oh, Giannis is like those guys. I think it's at 24 and after watching that All-Star game last night, and honestly, it really did feel like that to me, that even in a game like that, it felt to me that Giannis kind of came into his own and became something that he wasn't, I feel like, ever before after last night. You see Team Giannis on the on the draft, and it's Team Giannis, you know, on the scoreboard the whole night. And then he has 38 points and 17 rebounds and all, you know, the numbers like that. And you just kind of, for a second, I feel like, understanding that it's an all-star game and it's loose and it is what it is, he still was from start to finish, he was the guy last night. So I think that there's no question that, you know, along with Doncic right now, I think that and Doncic is not where Giannis is. I just think that those are the up-and-coming, and and it's hard to call Giannis up-and-coming, he's he's where he is now, the faces of the future.
0: Do you think, though, for him to take that next step, he has to win in the postseason?
1: For sure. For sure. Uh, Look, he'll be respected. He'll be thought of as one of the greatest, I think, based on his progression at this point, And if you expect him to even get a little bit better over the next 10 years, year by year that he plays, the guy's going to be one of the greatest. But to be, I think, considered in that, like, Jordan, LeBron, all the – I mean, let's be honest. Giannis has 10 years left of, of if LeBron is any example of it, high, high-level basketball. The things that I think – Giannis can accomplish is, is kind of mind-blowing, knowing that they're the best team in the league right now. He's proven that he can make guys better. He's proven that he can get better at shooting. He's become a better facilitator. He's become, become, become. I just think that that's that next step for sure, winning in the postseason. And uh, I, I just think he's going to draw guys to him, like you've seen the great players do. There's some guys that are really good, that guys are a little hesitant to play with, and there's guys that draw guys to them, and it makes them – I mean, look, Jordan had guys with him, right? LeBron's had guys with him. I think Giannis is going to continue to be that for free agency after free agency where guys want to play with him, and it will it will make his legacy, I think, that good because he's going to have great players around him.
0: So, Chris Middleton, uh, we saw him yesterday get a little mojo early on in that ballgame, 6-10 from beyond the floor or from beyond the arc. Uh, and also, in addition to that, I mean, 4-4, he started out extremely high. Is that one of those things that can kind of kickstart the second half of your season?
1: You got to think, right, that for Chris being a first-time All-Star, going out there, getting going, like you said, having 17 points in the first half. I think Giannis and Chris were the top two scorers in the first half. Um, Look, if it was his fifth time being an All-Star or whatever, he might go like, ah, sometimes I play good, sometimes I don't. But, yeah, I think – Chris probably leaves that game going. I know it's an All Star game, but I was out there on the, on the biggest stage with these guys. Hot, getting 17 points in the first half, and yeah, of course they're kind of going for 200 points. It seems like the whole time, but I just think you either perform on a stage like that or you don't. Giannis, you know, big time uh, from the first play to all the way to the end was so good. And Chris to have 17 points and, and just seemed like he didn't really miss for most of the game. Uh, I think it's got to give him a ton of confidence.
0: The, uh, the second half of the season gets underway later this week. So uh, the fact that, one, they have the best record in the NBA, and we had heard, I mean, Pat Connaughton told us, they're not interested in in just getting to the postseason. I mean, they want to have the best record. They want to have home court throughout. Obviously, they're very, very good at five serve for them. Um, is, is it tough right now because, you know, you played. How tough is it when you're on a roll and then you have to go through this period where there's eight days of nothing?
1: You know, it, it is. It's kind of like, I feel like having a first half where you've scored 100 points in the first half and you just don't want halftime to come because you just want to keep it rolling. Uh, but but at the same time, I, I think for the teams that aren't playing well, you can't wait for it to happen. And so you use these this week to just rest, recover, get back, and be fresh. And so, I mean, I think based on who the Bucks have been, which is, you know, they've been focused. They haven't had to overdo minutes or – had any rough stretches. I think just adding a week of rest like this and a time to be away is really important for them too. Because if you think having the best record in the league at this point has just been like, oh, we've just showed up, it's been kind of casual and it just happened, you're crazy. I mean, they're, this is a focused team that's putting in work. Guys are, you know, I, th- I think every single day, right, getting to practice early, staying late, doing what they got to do to be in this position. So, I do think that this rest is going to be just as big of an advantage for them as a team that maybe needed the break and is feeling down about things. I think that they're going to just come in and know that, look, now it's downhill. You know, playoffs are coming and we've got our rest. It's time to go.
0: Talking with uh, Steve Novak, Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin, who's the biggest threat? Is it Toronto in the East, or do you see, say, uh, you know, getting better out of Philadelphia because obviously they picked up Tobias Harris, and uh, they already had Jimmy Butler coming into that situation. It seems like they're playing some pretty good basketball now as well.
1: Uh, there's, you're, you're spot on. I mean, those are <laughs> a few threats. I just think the East is going to be crazy because, Look, you know Toronto's sitting out there. I don't think I don't think that the way the season's gone, you expect the Bucks and Toronto to be playing in the first round. But you know, it's like to have a, a a team like Boston hanging out there. Like you said, Philly going with Tobias now, and the starting lineup that you're looking at going against them. It's like there's not an easy first round. It's like Indiana defensively as good as they've been. All the hurt, but they signed West Matthews. You know, there's going to be some early matchups that I mean very disappointing losses for whoever it is. There's going to be four teams that are expecting to be in the conference finals. And (laughs) there's just, there's just not. So I do, I think Philly's so dangerous. Uh, And they're the team that looks to me like they might look very different come the start of postseason than they do. Now They're still kind of tinkering and figuring out. I feel like the Bucks put things together so quickly. It made it look like, Oh, well you get to see what a team looks like right away when they change things. Well, Sometimes it seemed like Philly. It can just take a little time, and so I do. I think they're the kind of sleeper team that might lose some games and be a lower seed or something like that, and or higher seed and end up matching up in the early rounds. That's a tough matchup.
0: The uh, the the Toronto Raptors. I think um, even though they beat them three out of four, I think just with their experience in the postseason, uh, still very very tough. Um, how big of a threat do you think Toronto poses as far as matchups go?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said in the regular season, the Bucks, you know, they they looked really, really. I thought even the game that they lost against Toronto, I thought they looked good. I think that you finished the the regular season matchup between these two teams going, okay. Well, if that's an indication, those regular season games of what it may look like in the playoff, Toronto should be scared, and I, and I think that's true. I do think that it's you really got to see the the Janis Kawhi matchup you got to see kind of the coaching matchup back and forth and you also got to see when Giannis and Kawhi were out the teams without their stars kind of what are the supporting cast look like and the bucks you know got the best of toronto in that matchup so i think toronto has much more to be scared of than milwaukee but at the same time i think from a psychological standpoint if for a moment the Bucks think, "Oh, we're better than <laughs> we're better than Toronto," we could beat them in the playoffs. You're crazy because they got—I mean, Toronto's got—they got the guns to do it. And you know, they've—they're—if they're healthy at the end of the year, it's going to be a battle. It's not going to be. No one's going to be sweeping anybody. I can promise you that.
0: Good stuff as always, Steve. We'll be at the garage later this week on the east side of town. Looking forward to that, and then uh, we will touch base again here real soon. Okay.
1: Sounds great. I'll see you there.
0: All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Steve Novak, Bucks television analyst in Fox Sports, Wisconsin. Uh, We're going to be at the Garage coming up uh, in a couple of days. Wednesday, correct me if I'm wrong. Wednesday night is we're going to be there Uh, from 6 to 7. You can hear it on many of these same stations. It is the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. Uh, I don't know who the guest is yet, but uh, nevertheless, there will be a guest. And we'll be talking with Steve Novak. He'll be live and in person with us as well. But that's coming up this Wednesday night at the Garage on the east side. I think that's on Brady. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's on Brady. Going to be there coming uh, up on Wednesday, 6 to 7 o'clock. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.